Hey, Angela here. Before we begin this episode, I'd like to invite you to join our Substack community, where you'll get more founder profiles, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, first access to all my original work, and access to our community group chat. All you have to do is click the link in the description. I love and appreciate your support. It's awesome to see all your comments, email responses, and reactions. I'm happy to share this journey with you. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Thank you to Blackology Coffee Company for sponsoring this video. Take 10% off your next order at Blackology Coffee Company by using the link at the description, www.blackologycoffeecompany.com backslash Angela. Hey everybody, my name is Angela. I am your host and producer here at Honey and Hustle, and I am joined by John Wong, who is the founder of Local SEO Search. He is joining me all the way from Toronto, Canada. So a little bit of a different atmosphere, but we're still hanging in there on this beautiful day. So thank you so much, John, for joining me. Well, thanks a lot for having me. I'm excited to share and be on your show today. Thank you, Angela. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I know a little bit about how you came to found local SEO and you have um, a lot of history with marketing, but in a different kind of sense. I think people forget that phone books um, existed a little bit. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about how you kind of like just, you know, were ever adapting and just ever growing, ever changing and just continuing to try to meet the needs of people and local businesses through your company? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I started this agency eight years ago, back in 2013. But prior to that, I worked in advertising sales for 10 years. And, you know, it's interesting because I was um, doing advertising sales in traditional uh, landscapes like newspapers, flyers, magazines, all these other forms, uh, as well as online affiliate at that time. Um, And then I moved to Yellow Pages directory advertising. And I was able to work with thousands of business owners and just helping them guide them on how to get a really good return on investment in terms of ad spend and ultimately cultivate more business for them, which is, that's the whole purpose of advertising, right? Cultivate a message, sell your product and service, and hopefully it generates some good quality customers that will stay loyal to you as a business. Um, And during that time, I basically met with thousands of business owners and they advised me where they were having a a lot of challenges um, advertising in traditional uh, printed directories. And they were frustrated because the returns were not the same as they once were. Um, And I knew there was a shift in terms of the behaviors of the customers, like users of them. Even myself, I was now spending a lot more time in front of a computer doing my own navigation searches on search engines like Google. And 
if I was say the normal person average, probably majority of the population was also shifting their behaviors. And therefore I wanted to help them, which were these hardworking business owners, right? Like business owners spend so much time, you know, really cultivating the art of understanding their customers, bringing together a great product and service, understanding community, price point competition, the foundation of running a business. But this digital space was brand new for a lot of people. So I wanted to be that transitional piece for all these small, medium-sized business owners to help them um, with a trusted source, an advisor, uh, and help them become more visible online um, with search engine optimization in particular. Okay, awesome. And I think that's still something that's really important today because now we're seeing blogging or some people call it content marketing um, as an SEO strategy, as a marketing strategy. Um, to, yes, build in leads, but also get people on their email newsletter, um, get people invested in their products, you know, e-commerce products, you know, so we're seeing even now, even though people are still using SEO search for ranking Google and rank on, rank on different search engines, it's not just strictly for lead magnets anymore, right? It's a lot of different ways that you can take advantage of getting traffic to your site on a regular basis. Um, yeah, Exactly. Search engine optimization comprises of not just content pieces on written audio, video, and images, but it's all about being uh, as a thought leader, someone that is more of an expert in the industry or someone, you know, Google is trying to match the users who are seeking out a, a keyword term with the right website that they feel is the best fit for the user who is actually seeking out. So you, as a business owner, want to be positioned as a thought leader. And that's what SEO can really do for you, right? Position yourself as a thought leader. All right. Um, so for early stage entrepreneurs or people who may just be starting a website as a side hustle and trying to just get their feet wet and having organic traffic come to them, what are some of your suggestions for them in terms of SEO? Yeah, definitely. So what I would advise a lot of people who are just doing side hustles and just early stages is really be clear and define who you want to be known as. And that's probably the number one thing I tell business owners and general entrepreneurs who reach out to us. We tell them, who are your ideal customers? If you don't have paying customers yet, figure out who you want to be known as and who you want to serve because that's not my job to figure out for you, right? You need to have clarity on what you want to continue doing for the next couple of years. Then, you know, be passionate about when you wake up, you're out there seeking out that purpose, right? Who are you trying to add value in someone's life? Let it be a product or service or anything that you're trying to sell. Once you have clarity on that, then building a website should really speak to the ideal type of clients that you're trying to cultivate, answering every single questions that they may have. And that's where, you know, if you have 10 best clients of yours, don't just email them asking, go for coffee and lunch, get to know them and ask them, how did they enjoy my experience working with us? What were the triggers? What do you do for fun? Who do you hang out with? What is your, you know, just any profile. And this is where personas, uh, you know, appear. 
but this is marketing 101. A lot of people forget that you need to understand who you want to be known as and market directly and speak their language, right? Answering all their problems so that you become known to cultivate your ideal type of clients. Right. I know, I know this is getting really good, but I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the show. Whether you're a day one fan or day 100 fan, I'm so glad that you found Honey and Hustle and have decided to stick along for the ride. As a thank you, I wanted to give you a little gift that this show has so graciously given me. The ability to continue to connect with thought leaders, industry leaders, business owners, and other entrepreneurs, no matter where I am. Link offers a digital business card that is a natural extension of my website and social media platforms that allows me to easily send people to strategic landing pages so they can learn a little bit more about me, the resources I offer, and how we can continue to stay connected. When you click the link below in the description, you'll get 15% off any of their wearables, phone taps, and hopefully the last physical business card you'll ever need. When you do this, I get a little percentage back at no extra cost to you, which helps me continue to host guests and industry leaders so they can give you advice and help you crush the hustle. Thank you so much again for supporting the show and our show sponsor, Link. All right, let's get back into it. All right, and I think sometimes too, for people who are early stage, that ideal client is a moving target, right? So like, let's say, for example, I started off as a photographer. I knew I wanted to do weddings and other things, but... I kind of had to take what was coming, you know, at the beginning, because there were other things that paid money and um, not necessarily low hanging fruit, but things that people were willing to pay for out of the gate, um, like senior portraits and maternity sessions and family sessions and stuff like that. Um, so I think there sometimes can be a disconnect between like what we want to do and what we want to be known as and what we may be getting work for, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> And I totally get it because even my uh, early stages, I took on every single client, not knowing who I wanted to ultimately work with and because it paid the bills, right? Like you have necessities you got to take care of, food, shelter. If you have family, you have obligations like a lot of expenses or debt or whatever it may be. So is this a side hustle or is it a business? And when you are clear on knowing what you want to be known as, as a business owner, that's when SEO can really help you. But if you have no clarity early stages as an entrepreneur or a side hustler, you don't really know what you want to be known as because you don't know who your ideal profile client or what you ultimately want to do for the next 5, 10, 20 years is, mm-hmm. right? So it takes time. And that's why I always tell people like, after a couple of years, then really look at SEO. But at the beginning, try to get whatever work you can, volunteer, work for a competitor, learn the industry, learn how what it takes. What do your those customers expect of you and how what is your unique selling proposition? Why should they reach out to you? What's your story like? Learn about how to run a business. If you don't know how to run a business, that's the hardest thing for anyone to teach you, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's real because the other half of that dichotomy is like, okay, let's say out of the gate, your SEO is really good or you're getting really good organic traffic, really good word of mouth referrals, things like that. But then you can't deliver properly because you aren't like, you don't have business systems in place to actually like satisfy clients, deliver, meet needs, you know, all these other things, have a good follow-up system, get reviews from Google, which is again, going to get you more traffic, like 
all these so things. That, you just hit it on the nail. Like, yes, we can help a lot of people with SEO, but are they true experts in their domain? If they have no way to really take in leads or clients or traffic, how do they answer the phone? What is the sequence? What's the inbound process? What is the fulfillment like? What are they getting, like you mentioned, like social posts, reputation, testimonials, references? What is going on in terms of the foundation of running a business? If they don't have clarity on that and don't know how to run a business, I cannot teach people how to do that, right? I'm in the business of helping position good business owners to great businesses online, right? So for me, it's like understanding. And I, at the beginning, I learned a lot because I was taking a lot of new startup kind of businesses that were maybe in the infancy, right? Low budget, no clarity, just starting off. Don't, don't even have a clue how to run a business because I needed to get my foot wet. And I learned early that those weren't really who I wanted to serve, right? I was spending more time trying to teach them how to run a business than doing SEO. Right. Right. And speaking of that, you are developing a community now that gives resources to people who maybe are in that early stage, right? So maybe people that have come to you over the years and noticed certain patterns within these early stage entrepreneurs and developed um, resources from your experience and from, you know, talking with other people. I know you have your own podcast. So um, making these resources accessible to people so that when the time comes, these will be great clients for you, right? Because they built a business and their online web presence would be a great natural extension to that to augment their business presence. So can you exactly. tell me a little bit more about the community that you're building? Yeah, so it's in the works. Uh, it's been ongoing for a couple months um, and it's, it's a big undertaking. Uh, running a business is a big undertaking and this is more of a compliment to assist as a resource tool to a lot of the startups you know, side hustle kind of gig economy type freelance world, right? Like a lot of people don't really understand what it takes to be a business owner. Like what are the tax implications? What is the bookkeeping metrics? How do you hire? What is SOPs like? How do you set up your Google search console, Google analytics? Like all these things are important, but do they even have the skill set? Do you, they know how to navigate and do it themselves? Like there's people that can do it, but it starts getting costly if you start hiring and start doing everything, right? Um, so again, it's more about assisting people and giving and helping because it is a lonely world as an entrepreneur. It's very, very stressful as well, depending on where you're at in your life. Um, if you're, you know, debt ridden, if you have family obligations, depending on which perspective is everything, right? Like you have to understand what you have to endure and everyone goes through different challenges at different stages in their life. So don't compare to others, just own it. Figure out what you need to do to get you closer to, you know, being happy, right? And enjoying what you're doing because a lot of people overburden and stress over certain things that they shouldn't even be stressing about. And I learned that the hard way, like early days, I was putting so much stress, working 16 hour days, figuring out, seeing if this is even for me, right? But through this hard work and grit and determination, I plugged through and I'm still enjoying every moment of it. I got better as the years progressed. I started hiring more on the things I didn't like doing. 
and I enjoy doing stuff like this now because it brings me joy, right? Helping make a difference in people's lives. Um, so really focus and hone down on having clarity on what you want to do with your business, with your customers, your, your staff, with your life, ultimately. Yeah. Um, and really, entrepreneurship is a long game, I think, because uh, you use the term gig economy, right, which is kind of a key word now. And I would say even before the pandemic, even before we had like this influx of people who are now on the job market, um, there were a lot of people who had side hustles who um, maybe even wanted to be, um, you know, self-employed or creative entrepreneurs or who just wanted like that extra source of income, right? And so there needs to be a conversation about, as with anything else in life, if you're going to start a business, if you're going to start selling something, if you're going to start offering your services, you have to be in it for the long haul. Like these like get rich quick schemes, they are like a dime a dozen. And quite frankly, you probably lose more than you get anyway. So I'm not sure they're worth it. But like, you know, it's about having longevity. And SEO is a marketing strategy. Video marketing is a marketing strategy. Podcasting is a marketing strategy. Blogging, all these things. So what are some things that you tell clients when they're at the good stage and you want to take them to, to great with their online presence? What are some things you tell them in terms of how they should view the ROI of investing in their SEO and investing in a consistent marketing plan? Yeah, like you hit it on the nail again. Like working in this gig economy, contract work, freelancer world, it's not the reality, right? Like you're chasing a job that, First off, you're competing with a lot of people and then you're chasing to get paid and you have to chase another job to get paid. And it's like, it's not stability. Um, and what you want in a business, and I always give examples, right? Like if you look at dentists or lawyers, they went to school for a long time. They probably spent 20 years in training. Then they went and got their board license association. They got, went through testing. Then they work as an apprentice, or they work under a practice for a couple of years to learn all the ropes, right? Before they purchase or become an owner or, you know, co-owner. And that's probably when they're 35, maybe, but they've already spent like 20 plus years in the trenches. So now this is their life. They're not going to want to do it for, you know, a couple of years. They're going to want to do it for 10, 20, 30 years, right? So having clarity on the entire growth stage of the, the whole cycle. And when you have clarity on what you want to do as a profession, right? To be known as an expertise. It's not like, you know, I have a hobby. Hobbies are different than wanting to actually get into something, doing it for 5, 10, 20 years. So when you figure that out, then you have a real business. And so when, when a lot of people, you know, reach out to us, it's more about like, they already have been a plumber, a tradesperson, a pro professional, you know, dentist, chiro, physio, whatever it may be. And they've been in it for so long that they just want someone they can trust <laughs> that can really do honest work to really amplify their message. Because the challenge has been a lot of people are paying for ads, trying to challenge them, getting in front of people that might not be their ideal type of client. If you do SEO properly and you start becoming an expert in the domain, like a, a 
for all of these keywords that you are no, people are seeking out, you're going to now position yourself as a lead magnet of inbound leads of your ideal customer because everything from content to consistency to messaging to outreach on links to social proof to getting every creative out there consistent will have the same sequential you know messaging that will amplify yourself as a thought leader and if you look at how these business owners worked so well you know generationally at yellow pages when i was there they took care of their customers. They understand unique selling proposition. They understood how, you know, different they were, what they brought to the table, um, what the competitive analysis was, how to run a business, um, how to price properly, how to service clients. So these core foundations have to be ingrained in you, right? Like you have to know how to run a business. And then when an SEO company, agency, freelancer, what a consultant works with you, then you can just advise them who you want to be known as. What is the key metric you want? And they should help amplify that message for you. That's mm -hmm. the goal of a, a proper SEO campaign, right? So mm -hmm. they shouldn't be doing a lot of the work. Like, yeah, you can have a lot of personalized messaging because they come up with their own perspective, their story, their, you know, kind of clients that they want to cultivate right but with that in line you you should be able to amplify that digitally so that you cultivate good leads for the businesses that are needing help with this right that's what seo should do for you yeah um so one last question and i'm hoping that you have <laughs> an interesting opinion because it is fairly new in terms of being a topic and that's the creator economy so people who are creative entrepreneurs really being considered just like everyday workplace professionals who make a modest living, you know what I mean? I don't know what modest is, but you know, it's, they're not starving artists, you know what I mean? Like they're actual contributors in, their, uh, in society and to the economy. Um, they bring in a lot of money, they work with corporations just as any other business would. And um, just being taken a little more seriously in the professional realm. Um, so have you heard the talks around NFTs? I, I would be very skeptic on anything that is trying to earn a lot of money in a quick, short period of time, like crypto. You have to really understand the foundation of it all, right? Um, similar to NFTs, I was, I'm big into basketball. So during the All-Star game, they had blockchain NFTs, digital art piece, memorials, right? Which sold, you know, packets of cards and if you had access to it and they're limited in quantity, then you have something that is worth a lot more and people are selling it, right? So yes, there's buy and sell of everything and people will have perceived value in everything. So if there's a market, sure, but understand the underlying reason that you're getting yourself into it. It should not be to chase money, but really understanding what you're doing for living, like what are you providing as a product or service or value to your customers? And if you feel that that's bringing something to the table of value, like people are willing to pay for it, then of course, continue doing it because it's ethical, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not doing it for any ethical reason and just for chasing money, there's a lot of ways to go after money quickly, right? 
but then you might not be able to sleep at night because you're worried and you're concerned that some, some other people may find you and know about you. Like all these things depend on the lifestyle you want to live, right? Um, I'm always about family. I'm all about community. I'm all about helping others. And, you know, if there's quick ways to do a lot of things. It's same with SEO. Um, I'm in it for the long term. I'm, I've been here for eight years. I work with only professional businesses, like B2B, you know, professional businesses that have real revenue, that have reputation to withstand, and they have credentials. Um, so for me, it's establishing your self-credibility, right? Um, so who do you want to be known as? Someone that's just there to make a quick dollars, or do you want to sustain legacy or a business that you, you'll be there for and be proud of for many, many years. Yeah. Um, so real quick, before I jump into this next question, you said you are a big basketball fan and I'm seeing the picture right behind you. <laughs> that was a nice nod. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, you know, two years ago. I'm in Toronto. So when Kawhi Leonard uh, <laughs> got that seven, uh, four bounce rim shot, so I was at the game. And, you know, just experiencing it live, um, just, you know, every moment of that championship run with the Toronto Raptors, it's ingrained in me. It's a part of me now. So I, I just love sports for that, those moments, right? And I, again, I don't know if we'll ever have another NBA championship run like that. So you just have to embrace every moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so lastly, what you're talking about is building a sustainable legacy as a business owner and doing it ethically. Um, so in light of, I would say, just an ever-changing, ever-evolving news cycle where there's always something to be talked about, um, your website and your online presence are a really good way to establish um, what you value as a business leader and as a business owner. So through SEO, what are some ways that you've encouraged people to... Um, build their values and build their mission into their website yeah so one thing i always focus on is not just your home page but the about us page that's storytelling for everyone to read to know about you and blogging right and just sharing newsworthy insights to your listeners and audience members so for us it's all about like just being real authentic be yourself everyone has their own journey right? Let people in on it. And the more authentic, transparent you are with it, it's going to either resonate with people or not. And that's okay. It's not going to resonate with everyone. And you have to be okay with it, right? Like, it's just putting it out there in the world and sharing. it. And this is where this whole economy is, you know, gearing towards, which is content creation. Um, you know, this creative content creation world, I mean, there's a lot of creatives out there from the arts to photography, videographers to, you know, I, I had a call with a choreographer earlier, right? Like all these are great creative people out there, right? And you want to amplify that message and you're different. Every individual is different out there. So you have a different message. There's different platforms out there. Don't just rely on one content, which is blogging, right? Written content. You can do audio like podcasts. You can amplify and syndicated on YouTube videos, right? So there's different platforms and people consume content differently. Your audience consumes it differently. 
So what I always tell people is understand who your ideal customers are. If they consume it on search, write more. If they consume it on podcasts, start creating your own podcast in audio format. If they love images, put it on Instagram, Pinterest, right? Like stuff that resonate with your ideal tribe, right? Produce more of that because that's what they want and step it up. If they want quality, produce good quality. If they want just homey, then do homey. Under, listen to your customers. They tell you everything, especially the ones that pay you and you love them because they are your loyal tribe. Once you understand who those are, get to know them and really find out why they chose you and really understand their problems and pain points. And you should deliver on everything that they want. Simple, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with me today, John. And thank you for hanging out with us in the, I guess it's still kind of chilly up there in Toronto, uh, but hopefully the weather will break soon. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, we'll see. Thanks a lot, Angela, for having me. Thank you.